Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. I am your fabulous host, Wallace Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to welcome you guys and thank you all for joining me for another episode of My Two Cents Emotional Healing Podcast. We all know on my show, right, sometimes I have to bring out the ugly truth so it can be seen, so it can be heard for the actions, the words, the things that we do to other people or other people have done to us and see how it sounds right it sounds ugly it don't make you feel good in order to want to change because if we can bring about a positive change from negative situations and any trauma we have endured then we can reconstruct our life right in a healthy positive way so we can start seeing more blessings in our life so we can bring peace about certain situations in relationships and in some cases where right, we can reconcile if everyone that is around us willing to do the work to heal to change to be loving to be kind with that being said I want to speak on what today's topic would be and that is working on inner peace right so we can enjoy a peace of mind sometimes it's not what's going on on the outside right that causes us to be in the uproar or full of anxiety or depression it can be what's going on in our inner being right the memories and our heart chakra right where we are still wounded from certain things that were said and done to us or how people came against us or what's next right bills we have to pay it's a lot of different things that can cause anxiety depression and worry and that would keep us stuck in believing that nothing is going to turn around or things will not get better right but if we work on having a plan for inner peace then we can handle the circumstances in our outer world right better and we can be at a peaceful state of mind where we can enjoy peace because peace is the absence of drama but if you don't have inner peace right you sometimes bring that out in your outer world and it causes confusion strife bitterness arguments disagreements but when you come to an inner peace knowing right whatever happens we can work this out especially if you have people around you that's willing to compromise that's willing to come up with ideas together that can bring peace about the situation you can be in a calm demeanor right and make your life much more peaceful and you can have a peace of mind so i will be giving tips on how to develop inner peace so you can enjoy your peace of mind because sometimes it's like i said it's not the outer it's the inner that's going on what's going on in the inside of us things we haven't healed things that bother us right that we have to work on so we can enjoy a peace of mind and be in good relationships right being compromising relationships and understanding relationships with that being said you guys know that i am a woman of god so i'm a speak on Abraham and Lot on this emotional healing podcast because Abraham, right, he just had an inner peace. He didn't want to argue with Lot, his cousin, right? Or uh, they say, some people say they were uncle and nephew. Some people say they were cousins, but we know they
they were related. He didn't want to go back and forth with Lot because God had blessed both of them where they both was wealthy and they teammates, right, was getting into it all the time. So Abraham wanted to keep the peace and he knew that they had to separate and he wanted to separate in a peaceful way, not with the drama, not with the arguing, right? Lot was down for whatever, right? But Abraham went like that. He had got enough experience with God to know that God leaves his peace with us and it's better to try to work out certain situations in a peaceful way so you can keep your peace of mind and inner well-being. So I will be speaking on Lot and Abraham, what caused their separation and who was wise in the situation. And once we develop inner peace, we can be wise in certain situations that don't feel good, right? But it's for our good and have peace about whatever decision or compromise we have to make to move forward in life and be at a peace of state, peaceful mind state, right? So stay tuned after this commercial break. So the song says, mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe, because yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all, it says, and bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. God, we believe. Yes, we can see it. That wonders are still what you do. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. Again, I am your fabulous host, Wallace Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. Now, before the commercial break, I told you guys I was going to speak on having inner peace, tips on how to have inner peace so you can enjoy a peace of mind no matter what is going on, good or bad. If you have inner peace, you will be able to discern any situation, right? Make a choice that you may not feel good in it, right? But with being peace of the situation, you can be compromising, you can be understanding, and it all has to do with your inner peace. So when we're working on having inner peace, we want to work on our our emotional state, right? When our emotions are all over the place, it it depletes us, right? Causes us to have anxiety, a bunch of stress. We can go into depression, right? We can start trying to cope in unhealthy ways, doing a lot of things we know that is not good from us, from partying to drugs to drinking to sex addictions. You just never know what people go through when their emotional state isn't well. So this is why I do this emotional healing show because I'm trying to get everybody to get on a healthy mindset and try to find healthier ways to cope instead of going down a path of destruction. And by the time you look up, it is no way to get out or you feel like you have fallen so deep from off your path or what you were trying to do or what initially bothered you to having a million more problems, right? So first we want to work on our emotional state. 
acknowledging our feelings, right? If, we, if we're feeling angry, if we're feeling sad, what healthy way we can get our emotions together, right? Is that praying? Is that um, going to a, a, a church event or a positive event or getting out in nature or doing something that we like to get our mind off of all the anxiety, right? Because the problems are going to always be here. Even if you have to take a breather, right? Do a meditation. I know meditation isn't for everybody, but anybody and everybody enjoy walking outside a bit, right? Just getting out in nature, giving your mind time to rest off of whatever is bothering you, causing you anxiety and know whatever you're going through, right? You can handle it, but how are you going to handle it and how are you going to cope with it, right? Whether it's bad news, whether it's good news. Now, I'm not saying all things are unhealthy, right? There's nothing wrong with having a drink of wine or whatever drink you have every once in a while. It's just unhealthy when you make it a habit. You can't go without it. That's the first thing you go to when things go wrong or you hear some bad news or good news, right? That you don't want to get or start an addiction. And if you are in addiction, you want to work on weaning yourself off of that because that addiction, whatever you feel that'll give you a temporary satisfaction right? Once that feeling is gone, right, the problem will still be there. So you want to work on your emotional state, letting yourself know that I can handle whatever is coming at, at me, right? If I take time out to just get outside and walk around for a second or whatever you can do to just get your mind at an ease pace, right? Listen to some music and just figure out the best way you can handle or deal with whatever situation you are in. You want to learn how to control your stress, right? Because like I said, problems going to always be there or come up. You want to start working on making changes in the way you think, if it's always negative or the things you do, that's always negative, right? Because that's how you control your stress. You don't want to go off the meter and start hollering, screaming, and cursing. And I know sometimes anger is the first thing that comes out when we are put in a situation or hear some devastating news, right? I feel like it's nothing wrong with crying, right? You can cry sometimes. Crying does not make you weak. Crying actually helps you in the healing process, right? If you have to cry about some things that you heard instead of getting angry and lashing out and stuff, maybe go to the gym, right? Find a way to release your anger in a healthy way. Write it down, right? Jot it down or speak with someone you feel like you can trust with certain personal information or things that you heard that would disturb your peace. Not no one that's going to just want to hear your negative situation so they can brag about it or talk about it or dog you behind your back right now nobody likes that. That's why a lot of us, you know, we close a lot of people out because we've been through that so many times. But as you learn from your old relationships and different things you've done in the past, you know if who can be trusted, right? And if you don't have no one around you that you can trust, you want to confide into a therapist. There's nothing wrong with getting help, right? Or getting you a life coach, somebody you feel like will understand you and give you the right tools and tips to try to deal with whatever situation you are going through. Because when your your stress levels are at a low level, right, it can cause high blood pressure. You know our emotional health is 
um, connected to our physical health. So if you're stressing about any situation, like I said, there's nothing wrong with talking about it, right? There's nothing wrong with crying. It's nothing wrong with saying, I don't like this, but I have to deal with this. And if you have been stressing out and you normally handle things in a negative way or out of anger, start little by little, slowly but surely, right? Changing the way you handle stressful situations that you feel like that will be positive. Like I said, speaking with someone, going to the gym, praying, um, talking to a trusted uh, mentor, listening to some music, even if you got to cry it out. But you want to learn how to deal with your stress in a better way from the negative ways if you have been going through negative ways when you deal with stress. And we all fall in that, right? But if you notice it's a pattern of always doing a negative thing, going to um, gossiping things, getting out of hand, arguing all the time, you want to say, you know what, this is not working for me. Has it worked for me? No, it didn't. So what can I do that is different that I can get out of this stressful situation? Because we got to know that bad times don't last always, right? And we got to handle it no matter what comes up or how we're going to deal with it, right? It's still going to be there, but we want to deal with it where we can get a peace of mind, whether we like the situation, the news we just heard or not, we still have to move forward and try to see the best out of it or come up with what would best settle us in a better way than negative ways. Another thing you want to do, like I said, we're not going to gossiping people that want to talk about you, hear your bad news so they can go around sharing it with everybody. You want to be aware of those peace blockers, right? The people that as soon as you tell them something, everything gets a big deal, right? Oh, I wouldn't take that. I don't know why you do this and do that. You have to realize who is in your life to block your peace, right? To keep drama and keep you in anxiety modes. You want people to say, uh, they'll be around you to say, I understand why you upset. I can understand your frustration, right? But you don't want to keep going on and on about it. I can be your listening ear, but let me tell you what I would do in this situation. There's nothing wrong with your feelings. Right, it's okay to make mistakes. You want somebody to be there to understand you, but give you the right information on how to go on. And if they don't have any advice for you, just to be a listening ear, not to run around and talk about you and laugh at you behind your back, but just be a listening ear because we do know one person's situation can be ours in the future, right? If we're not careful and try to put ourselves in other people's shoes. So you want to beware of those who will keep the drama, the negativity causing you anxiety and depression and constantly reminding you of the negative situation you are in um, in mind to block those type of people, right? Another thing you want to do is take a day of mental health or a morning or a moment. Sometimes we don't have a day, right? Because of all the things we have to do from work, from kids, from spouses. Some people have businesses, school, but you have to take a day out for yourself or a moment out for yourself just to do something that you would like, like I said, walking around for a second, go have a cup of coffee, go eat with a friend, 
friend out breakfast with someone, right? Or take yourself out to eat or something. Something that you can enjoy for a mental health day. Getting your mind from work, from the kids, from business of life. A day for yourself. I know I go do a massage. I try to do a massage at least once a month. During the day, I try to walk around every day for a few minutes, right? So whatever you can get in for yourself, whatever time you can get in for yourself, that's great to have a mental health day. You want to rethink should you do it or should you not do certain things right don't just jump off the handle and say oh i'm gonna do this when you hear something that you don't like right think about it what is the consequences most things that cause us even deeper pain and stress and things we go through because we don't think about the consequences of our actions or the words or the things that we may think that that is right in a moment because we never sat back and thought about it. Don't just make a vast decision, right? Think about what is the best way to handle certain situations, handle certain people, and don't just jump off the broom, right? Because you will realize later that was the wrong thing. I didn't put much thought into this and now I to made it bigger, badder, and worse, all right? Think about how you're going to respond to something that you don't like or something that you're faced with that is tough and that is difficult and how you should handle the situation instead of making a decision in the snap of an instance and then later regretting it, right? So you want to learn from your past mistakes. If you used to just making a snap decisions, now I know some situations we have to make a decision in that moment, right? It don't give us time to think and pull back and see how we're going to come up with it. But that's not in all cases. That's every once in a while, right? Most of the time you have time to think about your decisions and how you should handle certain things. So when you have that time and that moment, don't just make a vast decision, volunteering yourself or doing the wrong thing. Think about what you should do, how you should respond and what would be the consequences. You want to... Be still sometimes. You like I said in one of my uh, online messages, right? You don't always have to be out and about in a crowd doing something. Um, always wanting to be invited somewhere. Sometimes it's okay to be alone. Sometimes it's okay not to do nothing, right? Sometimes it's okay just to lay down and get you a break, some sleep, you know, and just clear your mind or watching a movie or a comedy show, something that will make you laugh. We know laughter is the, is the best medicine for the soul, right? You laugh all the time. I remember I seen this one story a long time ago. This man, he went to the doctor and he got diagnosed with some terrible disease, right? He decided instead of being angry and upset and worried about it and he didn't know if it can be healed or not, he decided that he was going to do things that make him laugh. He went to comedy shows, he watched a lot of shows, and he just wanted to keep laughing. Do you know, after a year of him laughing and finding things to laugh at, it healed him. When he went back to the doctor, he was totally healed. So he let go of worry and stress and decided to focus on what can be positive and helpful to him to keep his mind off worry for an entire year going back and forth to the doctor he said and keeping keeping his mind off of worry he decided to do things that would make him laugh because he had always been in pain always been in stress always been in worry so he decided his different thing he was going to do to get out of that unhealthy habit was to make himself laugh all he wanted to do was laugh even with the bad news so for an entire year he laughed 
And when he went back to the doctor after that year, he no longer had the disease. So see the power of positive thinking and changing an unhealthy habit or a negative habit to something positive can bring peace and joy and healing to your body, mind, and soul. With him being cheered up by laughing all the time, it healed his body because he let go of the worry and stress and decided to enjoy life. And I'm glad that he did that. I felt like that was a wonderful um, testimony. The last thing I'm going to speak on is give yourself a quality checkup, right? Let me check up on myself. We know most of the time when we are the leaders in the house or doing a lot for everybody and have to show up for life because we have no one to show up for us. And it's like na- like second nature to us, right? We know we have to clean up. We got to cook. We got to pay these bills. We doing this. We got to show up for this friend or go to this event. You want to stop and give yourself a checkup. How am I doing in life? Am I okay? Do I feel like I'm doing good where I'm at right now? Have I gotten better from where I was at last year or when I was starting my healing journey? What have I learned on this life journey from where I'm at now, from where I came? Because we do know we all start thinking differently and we all learn lessons on this life journey, right? What wisdom am I applying to my life? Am I truly happy or what truly makes me happy, right? Whatever it is that you want to give yourself a quality check on and see if your progress is and where you need to start progressing at, start doing that, writing that down. Last year, I used to worry and cry all the time. This year, I'm happy, I'm out. Or last year, I was, you know, worried so much, but now I have learned to let go and let God and pray about different things. I still get upset, but not as much as I was. Give yourself a checkup and see where you at from when you started your emotional healing journey to where you're at now, what you need to work on and how to let go and let God most of the time. And sometimes that's hard when you come from a traumatic um, background and experience. I do know that nothing is going to be easy, right? But you got to work on it every day to give yourself inner peace, to make sure your heart is right, your mind is focused, and then things will get better and you will have a peace of mind no matter what is going on, bad or good in your life. So stay tuned after this commercial break. I will be speaking on Lot and Abraham. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. (laughs) 
Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. Again, I am your fabulous host, Wallace Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. Now, I hope you guys are enjoying this show on having inner peace so you can have a peace of mind. We do know throughout life journey, we will be hit with different situations, different problems, different things that come up in relationships, whether that's romantic, platonic, friendship, or family ship. And if we have always reacted in a negative, angry way, right? And it did bring us a good, uh, a desired outcome, we have to learn that something has to change. Now, other people may not change, right? But we can change the way we deal with certain things so we can keep our peace of mind. I'm not saying that it's not going to be times where things don't make you upset, right? That you won't get angry. But if you have time to step back out of the situation and put yourself in other people's shoes or have time to assess the entire situation and come up with a peaceful resolution, It will help you have inner peace, right? You'll learn how to control your stress more because you took time out to do a self-evaluation. What... What are you causing it a problem? What can you do different if you knew it wasn't you? If you know you have to make a decision, whether it's a hard decision or a, or a not so hard decision, right? You have to make the decision. You have to know who you are confiding in, who you can trust with certain information. You know that you are looking out for your well-being, not only physical, but spiritual as well and mentally, right? When you are faced with certain obstacles, in order to have a peace of mind. Now, like I said, you have to learn from your past mistakes or we're going to keep having the same life lessons, right? Anger is not always the solution, right? Gronital addictions or unhealthy habits is not going to always be the solution. Now, I do know before getting the tools in life of, of, of healing, you do what you can to make it and survive. But once you start getting the wisdom that you can do better, that you can make different choices, right? Then you want to start applying that wisdom to your life to get better results, no matter what it is, right? Because like I said, things are always going to come up. It's just how you deal with it so you can have a peace of mind and not have inner turmoil and stress and worry and depression and anxiety all the time. Another thing I forgot to tell you guys is as you emotionally heal and try to develop schools, the tools to have a healthy inner being and a peace of mind, you come to the conclusion, right? You just want to love and be loved because that is what life is about, love, right? And sometimes because a lot of us didn't come from a loving background. We came from survival mode, right? Sometimes we do be a little selfish. Sometimes we make decisions that's only best for us. And there's nothing wrong with having self-love, but you have to consider everybody that's in the situation, right? You want to be fair toward everybody, not just yourself, because if you want others to be fair toward you, you have to be fair toward other people. So the gift of life is love. And once you start learning to love yourself, then you will learn how to give love to other people. You can actually understand other people better, right? Once you start loving yourself, And you can give out more love thinking of other people as yourself and remember the times you were struggling or the things you went through so you can let them know to have self-love for themselves too or they can handle certain situations better if they are willing to accept the message. But never forget 
if they're not ready to hear the message of being love and healing, don't forget when you're planting the seed and you're showing the actions to others, eventually they will catch on and see that that is the right way to go. So with that being said, I told you guys before the commercial break, I was going to speak on Lot and Abraham, which they were relatives, right? And God blessed Abraham just like he blessed Lot with you know, physical wealth. And they both had like teammates, right? People that worked for them because they had so much money, they couldn't do all the work by themselves. They had shepherds, flocks of animals, right? And this big city and land. But they, the, they workers kept getting into it, right? And so Abraham came to the decision, we have to separate. We both are wealthy, right? It's not a enough room here for my team and your team. I love you, cousin or nephew, but I want to have a peace about it. I don't want to always be filled with worry and anxiety and stress because my workers are getting into it with your workers, which eventually we both going to get into it, right? Because we want to ride with our team that is helping us prosper and win. So Abraham... Be having a relationship with God, knowing that it was all about keeping the peace and being compromising so he could have a peace of mind, which I don't know if Lot got that teaching, but we know Lot was kind of like a hot head. He looked for everything fancy, and because he held wealth, right, it's like he was lacking the wisdom that Abraham had, right? So Abraham told him, pick which land you want to go to. If you go east, I'll go west. If you go west, I'll go east. It doesn't matter to me. I'm going to let you pick first because I'm going to show you the type of man I am. I'm not looking around to get the best spot. Wherever spot I'm at, Abraham knew that God would bless him because he stayed in prayer to God, right? And God brought Abraham a long way. God made Abraham leave the city and town he grew up in, right? Not knowing where he was going to go and took him on this journey. So, with him knowing God personally, because he listened to God when God first came to him and told him to leave his family and his friends. And when he did that, even though he went through trouble, God still found him, blessed him, and kept him. So now he's at a state in his life where he's super rich, right? Because he obeyed the Lord. He listened to the Lord. He always prayed to the Lord concerning any decision. So he has much experience with the Lord. We don't know if Lot had that much experience, right? Or he just didn't get that wisdom. So he was like, okay, bet you going to let me pick first. He looking at Sodom and Gomorrah because the land was filled with water, pretty scenery, plants and all of this stuff. Now he looking like this where I want to go. Now, we all know everything that glitter is not gold, right? Everything that looks good for us is not good for us. So, Abraham said, it don't matter if that's where you want to go, you go. You know, with your your people, I still love you, uh, family. I'm going to pray for you, and we still going to be here working. So, he looking at where Abraham at, which Abraham settled in the land of Canaan. It looked like a dry desert, right? Nothing pretty about it. He like, yeah, you and your flock stay there. I'm going with my my team to this beautiful spot. Now, Lot goes and choose the wrong place. This is Sodom and Gomorrah where, because it looked good, but the people were so terrible, right? They kept sinning against God. They was raping uh, different people. They was raping not only women, they was raping men. So when God sent the angel to Lot's house to tell him that he had
have to leave because God got fed up with Sodom and Gomorrah. It was beautiful on the outside, but all of them was ugly in the inside. It was rape, robbery, killing, murder. The things we see now in our world, right, going on in Sodom and Gomorrah. Do you know the men in Sodom and Gomorrah tried to rape the angels, telling Lot to have the angels to come out of their house? Now, they not knowing that these are the angels of the Lord that's getting ready to destroy their whole city and land. So Lot like, what? No, he trying to tell them you can take someone else, not the angels, right? They like, no, they got to come up out of there. So the angel said, because Abraham prayed for you. Now it takes a believer, right? Sometimes we have family members that just don't make the wise decisions or we know that they don't have the wisdom that we have, especially if we are faith believers, believers in God, right? That we have to pray for those, right? And eventually God will open up their eyes. This is what Abraham did, right? When Lot departed from him, Abraham wanted to keep the peace. He knew Lot was all about the glitz and the glam life, and he didn't know where Lot went to, but when he got wind that Lot was in a city and town where they were terrible, it just looked good on the outside, but the people was very terrible and he could lose his life and everything else. Abraham was praying for Lot, even though he was in the bear town that didn't have pretty city and pretty plants and water and stuff like that. But he had a peace of mind. No trouble befelled him. Nobody was coming to try to rape him and his team or steal for him or rob him. He was in a land that looked a bear, but was very fruitful and peaceful. Now, a lot in this pretty land where everything going wrong, these people are terrible. And they're even trying to come at the angels that God sent to tell Lot that because Abraham was praying for him, that God is going to save him and his family, but he's going to destroy the whole pretty city and place because of how ruthless and awful the people was. No one was trying to be understanding, kind, loving, or putting themselves in other people's shoes. If I'm raping and robbing these people, would I want somebody to rape and rob me and my family? They didn't think like that. They was just very ruthless and heartless. So God decided that he was going to destroy the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. So with that being said, we see with Abraham being a peaceful person, thought with wisdom, right? He didn't mind uh, compromising. He didn't mind being understanding. He even gave his family member the first pick and his family member chose wrong because he was looking at the glitz and glamour. He didn't go stake the place out first. He didn't go meet and see how the people were. He just was looking like, oh, we're going to come and take over this land where he thought wrong, chose wrong and suffered for it, right? But he was only saved because of his his family member, Abraham, who was peaceful with him from the beginning, was praying for him and praying to God to at least save his family member. So that's just the power of prayer. And that's the, that is an example of using wisdom and having inner peace, right? Trying to bring peaceful solutions to a, a, you know, a hard situation and not trying to be in drama and causing chaos. Abraham was that man, right? This is why God said he was going to be the father of many nations because he didn't mind being compromising. He didn't mind being loving. And even though he had a prideful family member that probably thought he was better than him, right? Or thought he can do it better than him. He didn't go competing with him. He prayed for him. What God tell us to do for our family and friends that we come across and even our enemies, right? Because sometimes they think they are making a wise choice. 
sometimes they think they're going to compete with you, compare with you, take from you. And that's the wrong thought to have. But they don't know that because people are not getting close to God. They have not learned that. In life, life is about love, right? Loving people as you love yourself. Want to see people do good as you try to get uh, do good, right? But a lot of people haven't got that knowledge. This is why the emotional healing journey is necessary and needed in our nation today. Because we see with Lot and Abraham is people still make those same mistakes. And if we can be honest and truthful, we used to have a lot, man, right? This is what drove us to God for making foolish decisions or being in a wrong situation all the time and wondering why we kept getting the short end of the stick, why we kept going through painful situations. It's because we had to change our mindset, change our hearts, change the way we think. And that's when the blessings start rolling in. So if you are in the process, your healing journey, give yourself a pat on the back. If you are trying to heal or want to heal, start doing the necessary steps so you can bring a peace to your situations, compromise, love in your life with your relationships, and you can have a peace of mind. That is the end of my show for today. I will speak with you guys next week on another episode of My Two Cents. God bless. We can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer.